You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. Well, just like your dating profile, we're going to post up and talk about our latest and greatest to keep you updated. See what we did there? Well, it is the end of the year and lots of lots of things have happened during 2023 and we're not done yet. So we're going to fill you in on what we've been up to and what we're going to be up to for the holidays. Rob, anything uh, interesting happening with you? You sound like you're full of energy today. Me? Is, is everything okay with you? Yeah. <laughs> sarcasm or really? Yeah, it's sarcasm. Oh. <laughs> We're not talking about me right now. Way to deflect. We'll talk about yeah. we'll talk about me later. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Let me live. I'm trying. Oh man. Well, I'll bring some energy to this episode. Hey, what's going on? Let's talk about what we're doing over the holidays. Well, Rob, usually you're traveling, but you I don't do not think you are this year. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. So I don't know who knows or not, but I have a young lady in my life. Her, She's about nine months old, and she's a dog. <laughs> and her name is Ransom. She's a Bernie's Mountain puppy. And she has become my main priority on all things unconditional love and uh, bank account. <laughs> so, <laughs> and time, I would assume. And time. And time for sure. But so I just want to clear this up with people real quick. And I'm going to go on a little spiel right now. I am all for rescuing animals. I am all for adopting animals. I, I have friends that are that devote their entire lives to rescues. And I, my, my, my old dog, I didn't get him from a breeder or anything like that. Like, so just, I want to put that out there that I am not against, uh, you know, I'm not like fucking angry or I'm not like anti rescue because I got a Bernese mountain dog. Right. I wanted to make sure that I was getting a healthy dog because bigger dogs are, they have a lot of problems. And, uh, when you go bigger dogs, first of all, there's not a lot of bigger dogs that are able to be rescued in my opinion. Second of all, that aren't like mutts. Second of all, uh, I just wanted to, I just wanted to go through this process I, people get mad at me. I get people on Instagram. Like I have a friend who's a comedian and she sent me like a really passive aggressive uh, t- uh, DM because I was, she was like, Oh, that's so nice. I didn't know they had Bernie's mountain adoption centers in Austin where you should tell everybody where you got it so they can go get that too. And I'm like, you know, damn well, I didn't just go into a Bernie's adoption center and get this dog, you know? And I was like, it's like, do you go and and yell at people for having their own babies? No. (laughs) Like, like, seriously, like, I I don't go to women who just gave birth and be like, you know, there's a shit ton of kids that need adoption. 
right? You know, there's a foster care system where people need kids and fam- need families. How dare you have a fucking child? Also, to that end, these dogs are being bred anyway. So where are they going to go? Where do you think they wind up? Like, until somebody ends the breeding process, these dogs are going to be made. Like, they need to be rescued, too. <laughs> right. Like, so, like... They and, all and need it, to be adopted, yeah. Does that need to cost money? Yes, that costs money. Do I need... But anyway, so I'm saying this because... And you guys might think that this is fucking uh, karma or whatever you want to fucking say it. But I did a lot of research on getting my puppy. She's a Bernese Mountain Dog. They have problems later in life. It turns out that she was um, she was diagnosed with, with hip dysplasia. And it's been really hard with her. And, and like... I, I, I say this because I'm going through a whole process with her and I and, and I, I want to be able to like share that process, but I also don't want people being like, well, serves you right for going to a breeder. And I did a lot of research on that breeder and to the point where the breeder, I contacted the breeder and the breeder was like, we have never had this happen before ever. And my sister and I looked up and they have like five-star reviews, just like I did my research. And to the point where in good faith, they were like, we've never had this happen before. We feel so guilty. We will refund you all the all the money you spent to but to get her. Whoa. So they gave me all the money back, 100% to wow. the dime. Wow. And obviously, I put that towards the surgery. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with a dog that had hip dysplasia at all or anything like that. No. But usually, it's later in life, and they're full grown, and you can get like a hip replacement and all that other. And, you know, it's expensive as fuck. Hip replacements in dogs are like $9,000 a leg. Wow. So- Really expensive, but she's too young for the hip replacement because it doesn't grow with her. And she's only nine months. She's not done growing and she's too old for like the puppy procedure. So they did this thing. It's called FHO. I can't remember exactly what it stands for. You can look it up. Something hip, a lot of Latin words. What they did was they removed (laughs) her entire joint. And yeah, so there's no ball and socket joint anymore. There's, they took the ball off. And so it's basically mm-hmm. like her leg and her hip and like her pelvis and the, they sewed the tendons and the ligaments back together. And now what's going on is we're going through rehab. Like she does underwater treadmill therapy. She does laser therapy and we're going through this rehab process where the, the tendons and the ligaments are tightening and making a false joint in the hip. Science. And eventually wow. I know, right. That's crazy. And eventually this is going to make her even more flexible than she ever would have been. And I'm not going to have any issues with artificial joints later in life. This is just going to be her thing. So great. I say all that because we are in the middle of like, I think we're in week three of underwater therapy and all that other does stuff. Does she and like it? Like going in the water or does it? Oh my God. I wish I could show everybody a picture right now. I mean, I'll, I'll maybe I'll put one on my Instagram, but like she, first of all, she's confused because the water's like up to like, you know, her knees yeah. and like yeah. her chest. Yeah. She's trying to, she's like, I drink this. And I'm like, no, don't drink it. She's <laughs> like, I, but I drink it. It's right here at my face. And I'm like, don't drink it. <laughs> That's and then, cute. yeah. But then she has to like walk with it. So I have to stand at the end of the thing for 30 minutes for however long it is being like, come on, ransom. Come oh, on, baby. Come God, on. Come God. on. Like the whole entire time. I'm sure. I just called her in here. I'm sure I did. She's but um, the FHO stands for femoral head astectomy. Yes. So the cool. femoral head is being that's, astectomized. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in right. order. It's 
the head and the neck of the femur in order to eliminate bone on bone contact of the hip, which is what you just explained clearly. Yes. Her, her hip was like completely out and like to a point where I was like popping it back in <sighs> once a week because she got into like a no, she yeah. got sandwiched with other dogs while playing. So anyway, that all being said and the lesson learned, but I am not, go- I usually would be going to Ireland right now to visit my sister. I'm staying home. I'm staying by myself. First time since my mom has passed that I think I'll be like by myself, you know? Um, but will you really be friends. alone or will you be with friends and people that live around you and all of that? I have people that have offered like uh, to come over for New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve to like, you know, some some of my friends are like having chili. They're like, well, our family's going to be over, come over. And then other friends are having, everybody's having like family over and they're like, you're more than welcome to come. And I'm like, ah, do I want to be that guy? And, or do I just want to put on a onesie and fucking, you know, make a fire and, and cook something. It's kind of like your home alone, movies. the holiday yeah, I mean, moment. That could be nice because you always do the exact opposite. Like you literally pack up and go somewhere else. So it could be nice to just be home. Like you haven't really been in your house in Austin for holidays, like alone with your dog. Well, I was, I was here with Courtney last year, but last year, right. But last year when my sister was here on Christmas Eve is when my pipe busted and my whole house flooded. So we couldn't even enjoy Christmas Eve in the house or Christmas really. We had to go somewhere else. Yeah, it was so a whole fucking thing. You might thing, as well so. enjoy all your Christmas decor and your nice house and your dog. And if you feel the urge to go, I mean, you could always do both, Rob. You could always go like if someone's having a Christmas Eve thing around like three or four, you could go for like a couple hours and then you can come home. Yeah, I think I might do that. I think I might do that. But everything in, is so spread out in Texas, too. So like people's houses is like, oh, you got to get you like you got to. That's a journey sometimes, oh. you know, but um. But yeah, so so that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm it, it's nice in the sense that like everybody's traveling. I know there's bad weather back east and everybody's talking about how the plane fares are really expensive right now and um you know uh, there's a like the there's like bronchitis and pneumonia going around right now and all this shit. Um, yeah, so, on top of everything I'm, else. Right. So I'm kind of happy that like I'm not worrying about Christmas travel this year. I'm not worrying about getting sick traveling overseas. I'm not worried right. about you know, the back and forth. I am going to go to, I mean, I'm gone basically all of January. I'm going to Nashville for New Year's again. And then I'm going to LA for Hartford's birthday, like two days after that. And then I'm going to Kentucky to shoot something like two days after yeah, that. So Rob, like this is, you should stay home for Christmas 100%. Even if you were thinking about going to Ireland, I know to be with your sister, which makes sense. Like it, it, regardless of all of these things, like it does kind of make sense for you to stay home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and and you know, for my sister, she hasn't. I don't think because her fiance and I don't get along, he usually leaves. She either comes here or he leaves and goes and sees his family in Germany. So like, so yeah. Courtney and I can like be by ourselves. And I don't think they've been together for New Year's since. Well, I mean, or Christmas. I mean, obviously COVID. But other than also, that, I think this is your first Christmas with Ransom, so that's important. And your first Christmas in Austin, also you we saw on the gram, because that's how we learn about each other, is you did some holiday hopping around. You did some festive mm-hmm. bar thing. Yeah, and Before I think we I'm gonna move do on from you, <laughs> did you yeah. meet anybody? Was like somebody wearing mistletoe walking around? No, 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 no. None of that. 
No, no, we no. think that you staying home for Christmas is going to be a Hallmark movie meet cute. Uh, unless she's like my DoorDash delivery girl and uh, I'm in maybe. my onesie. Maybe. And but, maybe uh, accidentally you leave the zipper down on your onesie. And oh, my then, God. And then whoops. What kind of Hallmark movies are you watching? I'm just yeah. saying something might be exposed and things might start that way. Lord, let me, well, let me tell you, if it is exposed, it will start that way. <laughs> they ain't running, they coming. You know what I'm saying? Oh, brother. This is amazing. Well, what a turn we just took. <laughs> All right, Lauren. So what do you do? What did you decide after what we talked about for uh, that trip to Tahoe? What did you decide to do? Okay, well, why don't you guys vote on what you think I'm doing? Wait, you haven't decided yet? Or no, we're voting I, ha- on- I have. Your, I'm just voting on what you think my decision is. If how move well your you head, can. move your head real quick. Move your head. What do you mean, Lauren? No, no, like move out of the frame of the, of oh. the thing. Let me see. I want to no and down. I want to see if there's any bags behind you. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> they wouldn't be in here if there were. I think that you decided. I think you wanted to go, but I think it's too much. So I'm voting you. You're deciding to stay home, Jen. Um, I'm voting you're staying home, um, because it is too much. Yeah, you're both correct. I'm staying yeah. home. Yeah. And I think that I am probably the only one I'm, I've forged the path on that decision, but I don't, I, like I said before, I'm not a Debbie Downer. I'm a realistic Rebecca. It's okay. just too hard. What was James saying then? What James he wanted, just James always was like- wants to go. He just always wants to go do all the things. His dance card has to be full and he wants to go. Does do- he get FOMO? It, it, it just also, it happens like when you're the go-to parent, I think there's a term for that. And most moms are. Um, not always. I have friends where like um, the kids gravitate towards the dad more, but I think most of the time, just because of the maternal bond, it's is what it is. James is very hands-on dad. It's just that the kids come to me when there's like a problem, and you know, it's if if someone has to go out and someone has to stay home with the kids, it's normally me. So like when we have to tag team and divide and conquer, like it falls on me. And so, you know, like that's probably why I'm the realistic Rebecca, because like I'm going to be the one who's going to be staying in the cabin most of the time with the kids. I'll probably get to go ski, but it will only be for a couple of hours. Like I'm the one who, if they're not sleeping at night, I have to go in and help them. Uh, You know, so it's like, you're the one that uh, James is, I'm assuming that James is the one who would be driving the whole time. So you'd be half the one. Yeah, he would be driving, which sucks. Entertain. No, no, no. Entertain. Feed all of the things. And then, you know, it's just like not the right situation and trip for us. And it sucks because I would love to just go and not have any of those problems be a potential thing, but they probably will be. And it's just not the right time. My kids aren't old enough. And it's you're, you're not realistic, Rebecca, you're logistical Lauren. Th- thank you. I'm going to adopt that. So yeah, I am not going away for the holidays. I'm very kind of excited about that because we did it last year. I'm just in, and the kids are like old enough that they are getting Christmas now. So, I mean, like last year we were in Colorado for Christmas and Hunter had just turned a year old. The year before that I had a 48 hour old baby. So like this time, yeah, Hunter was literally two days old. It was like, wow. And we had brought him home on Christmas Eve at like six 30 at night. 
So literally the next morning, don't you feel good? Like, isn't like, yeah, of course you want to go. And of course you want to like hang out with your friends and, and, and snowball fight and ski and all that stuff. But like, (laughs) also don't, don't you feel like, Oh my God, I don't have to pack. Uh, Yes. I don't have to fucking get a car. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. Like there's, nothing I have to do. Nothing. Are you doing anything for New Year's? Do you guys do? No, we need to plan something for that. But it's also is today the 19th? Yes. So tomorrow is my wedding anniversary, which we always forget every year. We never had a wedding, but we got married technically. um, And it was on December 20th, which we did on purpose because we were engaged on um, December 20th. 2018 then we got married on december 20th 2019 so we kept it like that on purpose because we we have plans to have a wedding but who knows when the hell that will happen with them. yeah do it do it away from now because yeah the holidays are it sounds like you have really your, time. yeah there's two yeah. things but we did we just signed the paper on the 20th just because we were like why not just so it's legal, but then we'll pick another day and time in the future. But so we need to plan an anniversary, which is tomorrow. My mom just got to town. So she will probably be able to babysit the kids, but we like, don't even have, we're like, what are we doing for our anniversary? Is it tomorrow? Is it the 20th or the 21st? I almost called you Jen because I was like, she remembers. I never remember what day it is because I know, you know, because no, because you have, because remember we, when we got engaged, yeah. I thought you remembered because he called you to tell you. No, he so, did. Yeah. I probably, no, but I probably have it saved somewhere. Yeah. So I was like, shit, what I had to look at. I can back also help you photos. brainstorm an activity if you'd like. I know. Well, we don't have much time because it's tomorrow. <laughs> but at least it's on a Wednesday before the holidays. So yeah. m- most likely people are, tra- in, in LA, people are fucking getting the fuck out of town. Exactly. So, like, yeah. so if we go to dinner or whatever, it's going to be fine. So we'll probably just do something like that. But that, cool. Yeah, I'm pumped to be staying home, just like you, Rob. I think we all need to embrace the staying homeness. Although Jen is n- kind of not staying home. What is going on with you? <laughs> so I'm going away for my birthday for three nights, and obviously my birthday is a really lovely time, as well as everybody, everything else we just, just discussed. It's just the 22nd. like Hunter. Hunter's yep. birthday is the day after, so clearly we weren't planning that out too well, just like your parents, Jen. Right, um, and I was all—I was actually brought home on Christmas Day, I believe, um, it, because in the old timey times they kept you in the hospital longer. But um, I have dreaded my birthday every year because it's like squeezed in between all the things. And luckily, Daniel is a birthday person, loves to plan, so he takes that off my plate and like plan this surprise birthday trip. Um, I would have been fine going away for like a night or two. He booked for three nights. And so we go away the 21st. So I wake up on my trip on my birthday and then we get back on the morning of the 24th. This is a road trip. So we don't have to deal with flying and everything. Love to pack the car. It's only two to three hours away. Um, but are we you do purposely get back. not telling us where you're going? No, I'll just, tell you. Are we, just, are, we supposed, um, are we supposed to just do? She doesn't no. want the paparazzi to show up. Exactly. No, she or is it like a game we're going to play at the end? She's already told us it's two to three hours away. It's no, tribal. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Uh, but moral of the story is, we get back on the morning of the 24th. So we were initially going to host a Christmas Eve party, um, and by party I mean just like whatever at our house, like cocktails and things for the family and whichever friends wanted to come over. But like it, I would have gone to. Yes, exactly. So we, 
uh, part of this is my birthday is like, you know, at the inopportune time, but it's also magical because it's, you know, we're going away over the holidays and getting to see decorations in like a little small town, but then we come back and it's like off to the races. So I am excited about it, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's just a crazy time of year and it doesn't slow down at any point because my entire family's coming. Then my, like one of my friends are flying in and then it's all the things. Daniel has a friend's 50th birthday trip for like two days before new year's. So it's nutty. And we were just in Palm Springs. So anyway, I'm excited though, because it was a surprise and I pestered Daniel a thousand million ways to find out clues and hints. And I could not let it go because I wanted to know where we're going, but I love the surprise element. So he gave me like a clue a day. And this morning he gave me a clue that helped me do some research and I did figure it out. And I feel like my reward is the trip. So no matter what we all win. And he Wait, does he know you trip. figured it out yet? Or, yeah, I told or him I sat there and searched the internet and then revealed it to him that I found it. Oh my God. You sound like the worst person to try to surprise. Well, now it's a fun game. Like maybe every year it's like a scavenger hunt. So I don't know. I liked it. It's fun. Um, And it's not that I don't don't like like being surprised. Yeah. What Lord? Some people don't like being surprised. Hmm. I actually really do like it when it's certain people I know and can trust that they will plan something good that I will like. But see, that's um, but, that's how much control you need to have, Jen. It's like, listen, D- Daniel needs to not even let you know that there's going to be a fucking surprise because then you then you know what you I don't... actually would like to correct you on the control front. It's not control; it's safety. You and just security. said you could only sometimes surpri- get that. surprised by people that you know and trust. Right. Meaning safety and security that they will plan something that will not like give me. You have to not know about it at all. You have to not like somebody should plan your birthday in fucking November so that you're not even like (laughs) hinting around. No, I mean that we celebrate your birthday in November. Oh, like the surprise is in November. Yeah. Well, Anyway, the clues he gave me, which were really cute, was like the driving distance, the weather. It's like this because I also have to know how to pack. Um, The other things were like, like sort of hints at the name of the place we're staying. But that was really hard because it could be like anything. But then today he gave me a hint about like the logo of the place and showed me. So he'd shown me a picture of like the fireplace in our room. And then today he showed me a picture of the staircase in the hotel. So with all those things, I was able to put it together. I figured it out. Anyway, we're going to the Santa Inez region, which I really wanted to go to uh, because I love it there. We'll wine taste. We'll actually pick up one of my wine shipments, which is important because those people don't write me back. (laughs) But um it's like a little holiday village. There's a lot of things there that are going to be really cute. And it's a B&B. So we love that. Mochi's cute. coming. It's going to be great. I wonder if it's haunted. It's not haunted. Are you sure? Yes. I don't think San Inez has no. ghosts. Well. Do you think that they do, so. Lauren? Do you know something we I don't? I don't know. I mean, everywhere has ghosts, you guys. You think Santa Inez doesn't have people that die there? Are you God, on a ghost? Can you imagine if. Can you imagine if I did what Daniel did to like, like I'd be like, they're like, here's a picture of the staircase, and it's like <laughs> at a mot- it's like a Motel Six. <laughs> staircase is gonna push you down. <laughs> well, here's, here's it's a, a pretty of, one at least, and it's only two stories, so it won't be that. Here's bad, a but- picture of the ve- here's a picture of the vending machine in in the. Oh food. God, 
cool but area. Moral of also all of this is knowing that everything is going to pick up speed after we get back. One, I'm going to try and like savor the quiet and the like chill vibes of the little small town we're going to. The the inn we're staying at doesn't even have TVs. So I'm excited to like bring a book, sit by the fireplace, like wine taste, really slow down after this year has been crazy and before next year gets even crazier. But um set a boundary with family and friends and said actually we're not gonna host Christmas Eve. It actually is too much for us. Hope you can understand. We will gladly host something in the new year at some point, um, but we will be, you know, running around on Christmas Day because what happened was because so much family is coming in, Christmas brunch became Christmas brunch and dinner because people wanted to host different things or like not schlep their entire family and children across town for one activity just to come back for another. So we already have two on Christmas. We don't need a Christmas Eve and we are going to bring stuff to both of those. So the boundary was set. Everybody was very understanding of it. And I mean, I think people were disappointed, but we're going to have a great time nonetheless. And this is what we needed to be able to stay sane. What about New Year's? Well, so that's a whole other thing. Daniel will be getting back from his friend's birthday. So I'm thinking just like a fancy dinner at home and we can like dress cute and, you know, we're homebodies. So it's probably, we like doing that. So I think doing that, maybe if people want to come over, then like potluck. Hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, Then then you don't have to um, get... What does James say when you go to dinner on a holiday like Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve? It's like, it's like getting, he says, it's like getting fucked with a sandpaper condom. (laughs) Oh my God. You've said that. You've used that a thousand times. I feel like James uses that for a lot of shit. That's the eighth eighth time that you've said that on this podcast. Well, anyway, he uses it for that mostly because he's like that. And no, you're just paying for the same meal. Why would you do that? Like right. so, you know, and is James getting fucked with the sandpaper condom? He is a general contractor, you? so he might know what that feels like. I don't know. Yikes. Right, don't we don't know. Also, who's manufacturing these sandpaper condoms? I don't like, know. Got to be a. Is it a Russian company? It sounds it's definitely like, a like, form of torture for sure. So. I was going to say, I think that might be a form of torture that we could use somehow, probably on people who buy dogs from breeders. Yeah, right. probably those probably. those people. Um, okay, well, so this is these are our holiday plans, but really quickly, you know, this is our last show of the year. Any New Year's resolutions coming out of you guys? I don't know. I don't know if I'm a big New Year's resolution guy. I feel like that's an all year type thing, you oh. know? So like, like, it's not like I'm like, now I'll do this. It's like, fuck, I should have been doing that the whole time and I should keep doing that. And it should be like a life thing, you know? Um. I, I don't think so. I don't think I have any New Year's like things I'm going to be doing. I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. And now that things are kind of like back in, in gear for, you know, acting and, and all that stuff that I, I think I just have to kind of buckle down and keep my head to my nose to the grindstone as far as other things go. Yeah. Lauren? I am not a huge resolution person. I mean, I believe in like making goals and stuff. I just don't, I don't know why it doesn't like, it's not a thing for me. Like I do, I kind of agree with you, Rob. Like if I decide to do something, I would decide to do it when I'm ready. I don't really think like the first, I understand it's like a start of a new year. So it's a good time to do that. But I do have things that I want to do like business wise um, with James's business, like expanding that and things like that. But I, 
got kind of already started stuff with like fitness. I feel like it took two years for me to get back to myself after having kids. And so I feel like I'm back there and I've been like making a point to work out a certain amount of times a week, like held myself accountable to that, which I've been doing for a while. So just to continue doing that, but I've already been doing that for like weeks. So it's already started. So I just want to continue to do that. What do you have resolutions, Jen? Um, I wouldn't say they're resolutions so much as maybe intentions and goal setting. And I try and do them at the beginning of the year. So there's like a roadmap, especially with travel. And I, I didn't, I didn't know that when I got in a relationship, traveling would be such a big part of it. I love it, obviously, but we actually have to map out all of our trips. Otherwise trips don't happen. So for like ones that are important, for example, we haven't been to Miami yet in the time we've been together. So putting that on the list of things to do and then filling in the gaps. Also, I've got friends that are turning 40 or people having um, 10 year anniversary renewals of vowel vows. Oh my God. Hello. Renewal of their vows. And then also, hello, my wedding, our honeymoon. We at some point have to go to Australia. You get it. So there's that yeah. plus business goals. You have a big year coming up ahead. Yeah. You have a big year coming up. You should ahead. just chill while you can. Yeah. Well, um, also you're very, like you've, we've always known you're very Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. So yeah. it's like, this is the time to start because Q1 starts January 1st, right? Sure it does. Yeah. So you, ha- this is the time to get everything lined up for you. The dreaded. Lauren and I are like, Lauren and I are like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> What's a Q? I don't know. Let's go R S T. No so, Q here. I'm just doing my jam. She's well, a J. I I am sure all of our different um, paths will unfold as we get into the new year. But I think 2023 was pretty strong. Um, and I hope that you guys have a great holiday season. Hope that Ransom is feeling better, that your New Year's trip goes well. Lauren, that your time at home is great and relaxing and what you need. And, you know, my birthday trip, just follow along to see where we end up. Yeah. Last year of your 30s. Oh, yeah, that too. There's that. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, this you are. is, you know, the end of the year, but not our last episode. So tune in when we are back after the holidays for more dating and relationshipy stuff. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the show with a friend. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show. And you can find me at Jennifer Golden. You can find me at Forever Zevers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meets as well. We'll be back next year. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.